Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Well, hello and welcome to the Daily Devotional Podcast. You are back here with Campbell and Coral and we hope you're having an amazing day. If you're not from Auckland, well, we are loving the weather that is happening right here in our beautiful city at the moment. We've been out sunbathing, haven't we? Yeah, we always start early sunbathing, laying down a little base layer, yeah. 10, 15 <laughs> minutes on each side. So when you hit the beach in December, you already got a bit of a base tan. <laughs> Very and, uh, important. And I I've, think been out, I've been out walking the dog yeah. just with my shorts and T-shirts, yeah. which is great. which is crazy. It is crazy. Well, today we are talking about the name of God, Adonai, which uh, the word Adonai actually means my master. And uh, as Cam's an amazing teacher, he's looked and delved into uh, some little background around this name. And interestingly enough, uh, the word Adonai or the name Adonai is actually used 432 times in Scripture. Um, it's actually translated as Lord, so God is Lord of our life, and Cam's uh, got some amazing bits and pieces to talk about in this space. Yeah, yeah, the names of God are amazing and a very rich field of study in the Bible. Now, my name is Campbell, uh, but some people refer to me as as pastor, or I might function as, as a teacher, uh, but pastor isn't my name. My name is Campbell, and when uh, Moses encountered the Lord in the burning bush in Genesis 3, he said, Lord, what is your name? And God uh, responded to him and said, I am that I am. And uh, the Hebrews uh, wrote that down. It was just four syllables. It was uh, Y-H-W-H. And the Jews considered that the um, unpronounceable or the incommunicable name of God. Mm. They considered it um, so holy, they wouldn't even write or pronounce that name. And this all came out of you know the Ten Commandments. I was the third commandment: "You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, uh, for I will not hold him guiltless who takes my name in vain." And uh, the Jewish people, rightly or wrongly, they took this so seriously they wouldn't even write or um, say the name of God in case they said it with irreverence. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that's 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 right. But however, historically, that's what they did. And so this name Jehovah is God's name, and uh, it, it signifies to be. Uh, or God is saying, I will be all that I will be. And from that name, uh, Jehovah, comes all the compound redemptive names like Jehovah Jireh, I am your provider, Jehovah Shalom, I am your peace, Jehovah Rapha. So that is God's name. And But it's interesting, one of the first verses that every Jewish child would learn was from uh, Deuteronomy 6 and verse 4, where the little Jewish kids would say, uh, Shema Israel, Adonai, Eloheinu, Adonai, Echad which means, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And the word used there is the word Yahweh, uh, but they didn't say Yahweh, they would say Adonai. And so they were reminding themselves of the, of the, um, the fact that God is a, is a, is a, is a, a, a triune God, uh, but he is one, uh, he's eternal. And this was something they would say every morning and every night at their morning prayers, um, so really, they, they would use the word Adonai, but it was yeah. referring to God as the rightful ruler, right. the one who has got the right to rule our lives, to right. govern the universe, 
Right. And there really is no one more worthy than God for that role. Yeah, totally. And rather him be ruling than, than any of us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so Adonai, so very much master, Lord. I think that was some of the names that we've been talking about, isn't it? Rightful ruler in our lives. Uh, he's the boss, effectively. Yeah, absolutely. The boss, which in, probably in our language today, that's probably the best way to describe it, is like God's the, the, the boss. Um and interesting again that uh, that the actual the word says Adonai, but then the word Lord, which is I guess interchangeable in one sense. And yeah. so that that word Lord's actually mentioned seven thousand eight hundred and thirty six times in Scripture. So yeah. obviously just a massive theme right yeah. throughout. Uh, I think it's really interesting. I'm a big studier. I love. Uh, reading about revivals and studying that and so I've read quite a few books on the history of revivals and interesting that historians record that um, the lordship of, of Jesus when preached pro- properly was actually a constant theme right throughout the revival preaching so yeah. uh, something for us to consider I guess if we really want to see our world changed for God how much are we actually talking about the lordship and uh, in, in our preaching even in our everyday conversation uh, I love um, when I'm when I'm giving an altar call at church. One of the scriptures that I use the most comes from Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says that if you confess with your mouth uh, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I guess it's that's the two things. It's like we've actually got to confess with our mouth that he is Lord. So actually it's like, okay, God, you yeah. are my boss and you're taking the lordship of my life. And also we've actually got to really got to believe that in our hearts as well. Uh, I know for myself when I made a decision for Jesus at the age of 17, I was brought up in a Christian home, but it wasn't until that age that I was like, actually, I want God to be Lord of my life. Mm. But it's even interesting when I made that decision, I still remember having a conversation with God going, all right, God, I'm going to surrender this part of my life and these parts, but there's still this, these areas of my heart that I want to keep for me and that I didn't want to surrender complete lordship. And it was a process of, I don't know, actually can't remember how long, it was way, way too long ago, 30 years ago. So, but it was definitely a process of going, all right, surrendering, giving final surrender of all areas of my life. And it wasn't until I, that I did that, that that was where that true uh, Christian experience, true freedom, true joy was actually found once I completely surrendered all of my heart and my soul and my spirit to him. Yeah. I'm thinking of that beautiful old song I used to sing years ago, maybe some of us old timers used to sing, uh, called He is Lord, He is Lord, He is sitting on the throne and He is Lord. And certainly in a turbulent you know, times that we're living in, uh, it's just so refreshing to realise that God is on the throne, that He is the rightful ruler. Uh, there is none yeah. wiser, there is none more righteous than Him. He, he really is the one who's got the intrinsic right to be the ruler of the universe, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, an author I've read over the years is a guy called A.W. Tozer. He's a classic, and he wrote a book once called The Heresy of the Divided Christ, and his whole premise was that there was uh, modern preaching in his time saying that it was possible to accept Christ as your saviour but reject him as your Lord. Wow. And he was saying, no, Jesus is the Lord. That's who yeah. he is. Yeah. And one of the benefits, he offers salvation. He can offer healing. He can guide us and lead us. But mm-hmm. if we don't fundamentally uh, accept him for who he is as the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, the benefits of salvation don't don't come. Yeah. And so we've got to be very careful that we don't try and get people saved you know, by handing out all the benefits of salvation. There has to be a, a surrender to him. And mm. I remember very, very vividly in the early years of my Christian life, God putting his finger on areas of my life and, mm. you know, big decisions. 
uh, I had to make about surrendering aspects of my life to the Lord, but the incredible freedom that came. Yeah. And that's not not only decisions I made 30 years ago. Yeah. uh, To this day, it's like, no, he is God. Uh, This is what he says. He needs to be obeyed. He needs to be submitted to. He's bigger and wiser and knows a lot better than me. And so it's a daily uh, surrendering of your heart. Yeah, And, um, you know, there's a beautiful verse in Philippians that says that God has highly exalted Christ and given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should Mm. bow of those in heaven and on earth Mm. and underneath the earth. Mm. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord Lord. to the glory of God the Mm. Father. So we're either going to do that voluntarily in time or we'll do that against our own will reluctantly in eternity. But either way, every knee is going to bow because he really is Lord and we're all going to come face to face with that reality. Amen. And I think like you say, like what we've both said, is that once it's... Once you have fully surrendered, that's where you tr- find the true freedom and yeah. the true joy. And so, why, um, yeah, it's like do it now. So it's a beautiful, <laughs> it it's a beautiful, a beautiful surrender. Thing. Yeah, one of the things, Coral, come, comes to mind in the Old Testament. There were uh, slavery existed in the Old Testament, but there were many slaves who had such wonderful masters. After seven years, where they were going to be set free. They had the right of voluntarily saying, I don't want to go out and have to fend for myself. You look after me. You provide for me. You're gracious, a kind master. And they would voluntarily have um, uh, a stud put through their ear. And that would be a sign that they are a voluntary love slave to their master. And Paul uses that analogy in the New Testament. He refers to himself as a bond servant or a bond slave of Christ. So cool. It's a sign of voluntary, a willing surrender to a beautiful master. Yeah. Oh, well, we're doing well. Our last name is Bond. Yeah. We're doing well. (laughs) We're Bond slaves. (laughs) We're Bond slaves. All right, we'll pray, eh? And uh, we'll wrap it up there. So, Father, we thank you for just our time together. And uh, we pray, Lord, that as we continue to surrender our lives, as we walk closely with you, that we will discover more of that freedom and that joy and uh, the fullness that can be found only in and through you, Lord Jesus. We love you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.